Hi, and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this is episode 22 of Enchantment Inquisition. Yes, it is. 22. Twum. Two plus two <sighs> is four. Know. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. I will say that I did recently listen to a, a previous 22 uh-huh. um, episode. I think it was a uh, Here We Go Again. Okay. And I said tutu is what I would wear if I were a ballerina. And that's my favorite intro. Oh, to, wow. To, well, to, we can use it again. No, no. I, I can't use old material. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, Ellen. I can't do that. <laughs> is that what Ellen does? I'm pretty sure Ellen uses the same material every now and then. Does she? Well, she doesn't have a show anymore. She does not have a show anymore. So where would she use it? She she was I, you know I had an experience with Ellen not in person what oh <laughs> not in person but um, where we go way back she insulted my nephew um <gasps> <laughs> I do remember this she she we my cousin sent a picture of my nephew it was back in 2010 um he dressed up as Woody um and. Yeah. And my other nephew, who was a, a very like a baby, like I would say one years old or even yes. two, um, he loved to be um, nude all the time when he was a baby. Okay. And in the picture, my nephew's posing as Woody. Yeah. But in the background, you see my mother and my sister. Yes. With my nephew, who is nude, and who's nude, and Ellen said basically alluded that his pee pee is small. That is a child, <laughs> younger than a child. Well, well, no, it was like it was like a double entendre joke. It was like it's like I don't remember that character from Toy Story. Must have had a tiny, tiny little part, and the whole audience laughed. Oh, and she's like, "Filthy minds, all of you!" Like I know what you did, Ellen. You, you did want, that on purpose. You did that on purpose. And and now and now look at you know what my nephew is big and tall because he's fourteen. <laughs> so. <laughs> God, I'm fourteen. Old. I, I was not tall when I was fourteen. I wasn't tall when I was any age. <laughs> You're taller than me, though. I'm like Brandon. I'm like one inch taller than you. That's a lot, Manny. That's not. That's not. That a lot. matters a lot to a person's psyche. That, Brandon, you we're both of average height. I will say yes. that. Yes. Anyway, uh, Manny, <laughs> what did we do last time? Um, last. Oh God, what did we do last time? We did things. Just, just say something, and I will. It will. It will all come back to me. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, wow. Last time we. Um, Should we ask the audience? Can we be like Dory <laughs> the Explorer? What do you think we did last time? <laughs> I liked that too. <laughs> like, okay. Pause. Okay. Okay. Last time we did the coal stuff. Where Cole, oh, Cole was a, to be yes. more of a spirit. Yes, Cole wanted to be more of a spirit. There was a, a battle, uh, like a a moral battle between um, killing Varric the, the and guy Solus, and, and then yes, wanted to and, kill the guy. Yes. And no, I'm a spirit of compassion. Blah 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 yes. blah blah blah. And um, in addition and, to that, we also went to do the Cassandra mission with the Seekers. Yes, and we killed that guy. Yeah. Oh my god. And by the way, I was editing the episode where it was the episode after we did the mage mission. Mhm. And we talked about the Templar mission because we didn't do it. And in that mission, I totally don't remember this. It's revealed that the seeker is actually like a demon in disguise. Really? And I totally forgot that we talked about that. Holy shit. And so I guess in the Templar mission, like like in, like for when you don't do that mission, that's like a reveal here. But like I guess on. if you did it, then you would be going into this mission knowing that he oh, was a n- demon. Now I, I I'm disappointed that we never got that to do that mission. But you know, it's fine. I don't like it's... supporting Templars anyway. Yeah, exactly. Then we would have to be friends with the Templars, and and that's just a disgusting. You know what? Maybe <laughs> I, I don't find it. It's hard for me to try. Mm-hmm. And be an asshole in these games because my my mind says no, man. You have to be nice even to the fake people. You have to be nice. <laughs> I know. I feel like Dragon Age is a game where I feel like I need to be nice to the fake people. It's, it's like, like no, but what what about their livelihoods? 
See, well, see, that's why you can't play Grand Theft Auto, Brandon, because you. Well, that's br- different, Manny, because I'm not thinking about their livelihoods. They are merely pawns in the game of auto of of, of, of theft. Grand Thefts and autos. But in this game, it's like, oh, like I feel like they're they're real. They're a society, and you can't break that because. Although, then again, I did. So I played. Oh God, what the hell is that game called? Infamous Second Son. Mm-hmm. And did you did you be evil? Were you evil? Okay, so that game has a morality system where you can choose the nice or the evil thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really... They don't do it entirely well. Like, it's just binary choices that appear now and again. Is it, is it like Shadow the Hedgehog? No. I, I, I don't remember exactly everything about Shadow the Hedgehog, but basically, like, it'll be a binary choice, but then sometimes in order to do the evil thing, you have to have done prior evil things. So it's like, why even give me the choice? <laughs> like, why not just, like, have me choose at the start if you're going to lock it out? So anyway, um, I said I was going to be evil because I was like, I never am evil in these games. But it was just so narratively unsatisfying that I couldn't do it. And like literally mm. the first choice, it was like, would you like to let this old lady die? And it's like, no. <laughs> and so I couldn't do it. So you know what? Maybe I can't be evil in any game. I don't you can't know. be evil. I'm, Brandon, you're too nice of a person. To be honest, there's the, one day I hope to find a game where I can be evil because I never get to. There's gonna be a game where like your your main thing is to be a villain. Oh, well, what? we did play Destroy All Humans. That's what I was about to mention. We played Destroy <laughs> All Humans, and you had a ball. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> See, that's that's similar to Grand Theft Auto in the sense that these are merely pawns. They like, they these are not people. With, like it's not like you're pres- you're meant to care about them, and then you have to make a decision. Well, like I'm just imagining there's going to be like uh the well I I think we've mentioned I want to do a, an RPG where you become a villain, and you're like yes a, a I would do that, villain. and that but like I feel like you need to feel your villainy affect. No, it would have people. to be like a very well done origin story. Like like I want you to like go into like it takes place like back in like fantasy times i want i want to i want it to be like a tragedy i want it to be like you start off you're just like a normal person and then you fall into villainy but you have you have motives and it's like oh look at this tragic character they're so wow. evil for someone who hates the maleficent movie you're really sounding like you <laughs> want to do the maleficent movie i just i just wish the maleficent movie was a video game is that so much to ask i want to be a fairy <laughs> that that would be terrible though because she loses her wings Imagine if you could fly at the start of the game and then they take it away. <laughs> That's horrible. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> that but this off. episode, why did we start talking about that? Uh, oh, because we can't make m- mean decisions. We can't make mean decisions. Uh, but yeah, this episode, we are going to... Um, speaking <laughs> of the villains... the mean decision we were talking about was siding with the Templar. It's like it's not even like hurting anyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But speaking of villains, we are going to um, do the mission of our of our villain. A, you know, speaking of Maleficent, yeah, Maleficent. We have um, a vil- uh, the we have to hunt the heart of Snow White for Vivienne. Yes. Um, why? I don't know. But she you know, tell us. She. You know, you don't ask questions. You don't <laughs> ask any. Like, I wonder what the huntsman said. It's like I want you to kill Snow White and give me your heart. Why? I don't think he cares why, Manny. My husband is a dark person. He has a darkened soul. Mm, but, I'd guess. I don't know. Um, we're going but, uh, to, but we're going to um, hunt down a snowy wyvern. <laughs> yes. And, and last time the episode ended with us, we found like the area that we had to go through, but it was blocked off by an operation. So mm-hmm. in between last episode and this one, we, we cleared the operation. The rocks are out of the way or, or whatever it was. And... We can go through. All right, here we are. This is deathly. deathly. A Gurgit. Oh God, oh Lord, oh God. Go, Gert. I hate Gurgit. Oh wait, you got the Wyvern heart. Oh, that was it? That was it, you got it. Oh shit. Uh, so are Gurgits snow Wyverns? Obtain the heart of a snowy wyvern. Give the heart of a common wyvern. That's why. Okay. We can choose to give her, like, the wrong heart, I guess. Oh, so let's give her the actual one. Yeah. This is just like Snow White. When it's like, this isn't the heart of Snow White. White? I've also rewatching La La Land. I don't care for La La Land. 
You don't? I like it. Uh, no, because Ryan Gosling's character is a douche. Okay. He's a douchebag. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to not like the no, movie. He's a douchebag. I'm not rooting for him. I don't give a shit about his stupid jazz club. Oh, jazz is you dying. You like Sal's? Jazz isn't dying. I saw Soul. I saw Soul. <laughs> oh, is that it? <gasps> All right. We did it. That was the easiest part of getting here. I have the heart. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. This whole section of gameplay... <laughs> um, takes up a whole lot of our time. Yes, um, especially yeah. this puzzle. Um, I've never had such a maddening puzzle. Yeah, we, we so we don't really talk much about the puzzle in here, but mm -hmm. in between us, like getting into this area and then finding the Snow Wyvern heart, there's an entire like elven ancient puzzle that involves lifting and lowering pillars and shooting arrows, and it was that was in there. <laughs> We, I think I, by the end of it, we lost our goddamn minds. How long did it take us to do? Um, it, it was, so from the start of this episode to us retrieving the Snowy Wiven Heart, it's like 41 minutes of our time, of our hard-earned time. I could have collected at least 60, 60 of those freaking uh, Mario moons in Mario Odyssey during that time. <laughs> 60 moons in Six, 41 minutes? I could collect 60 moons in 41 minutes. Is that like a speed run? I would say no, that's the normal. That's a normal what? occurrence. How many moons are there? 999. Oh, wow. That's a lot of moons. Okay, well. <laughs> well, we do have the Snowy Wyvern Heart, and uh, we also learned through this that we had the option to get a, like, a regular Wyvern Heart mm -hmm. and give her that instead, but we don't. As much as we might have liked to have left early. Because, you know what, we'll, we'll do whatever, like, evil incantation she wants to do with this heart. <laughs> it's whatever she wants, you know, she lives in our house. We don't want to piss her off because she <laughs> right. could, like, poison us at any moment. She's like, this was a test. I knew you'd get me a regular whipping like, heart. Thank you. It's like, this was a test. And then she now, feeds it to us. It's like, it's like drink this. Drink this. <laughs> Drink this is like what are you gonna do? Oh, this isn't a real wyvern heart, Xandrian. It's like whose heart is it? Have you seen Josephine lately? <laughs> <laughs> it's like some fucked up. Like she like broke Josephine's heart out and fed it to him. Oh my god! I think that happened in a, in a thing that I watched. Oh, it happened in multiple things that I've watched. This is not. This is a normal thing. D it's happened. It's happened in True Blood. There was a heart, like, um, like yeah. casserole. Looked delicious, to be honest. Didn't that happen? You. No, no, no. I'm thinking, okay. I was going to say American Horror Story season one. Didn't something like that happen? But no, she, like, someone accidentally ate placenta or something. Yes, I think so. But, um, or, no, I don't think it was accidental. It was, like, on purpose? I think it was on purpose. All I know is that, um, in a version of Snow White, um, the evil queen yeah. believes, thinking that it is Snow White's heart, makes it into a dish. And <sighs> she's like at her like like her table and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna eat this. I'm going to enjoy this. And like she eats <laughs> it like like with relish, and then she finds out it's like, oh no, it was a heart of the <laughs> with pig. relish? With re yes, yeah, she she pours relish. No. <laughs> like the word relish, not the condiment. <laughs> she puts she it on eats hot it dog. With relish. <laughs> she, 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 she like sauce makes it into a, like a sausage type consistency and then makes it into a hot dog and puts relish on top <laughs> anyway <laughs> now that we have the heart we're, we're gonna take it to vivienne at her little balcony mm -hmm. and the way the scene opens is so funny to me because she's <laughs> she's like facing out like looking out on her balcony and we just approach her while her back is still to us and she's like tell me you got the heart it's very <laughs> evil <laughs> oh it's amazing all right you ready to talk to vivienne let's talk to vivienne what can i do for you my dear is it too much to hope that you've brought me the heart of the snowy wyvern i have brought you the heart now talk <laughs> Should we say now talk or just I've got it? I've got I got it! I've got it! I brought you the heart as requested. You were there. Inquisitor, you are a treasure. 
I must admit that I had completely misjudged you, Inquisitor. Oh. I would like you to come with me to see this through. Oh, boy. All right. What's she going to do? The last thing I need <laughs> is Aurora. Is... <laughs> I need all seven princesses of heart. Oh, God. So we're going with her somewhere with this heart. I don't trust it. Like, at the, yeah, she's at the just time, like, come like, with me. Come with me. And then she's going to bring you to a dungeon. And she's like, and then put you against the wall. And then she's like, I needed two hearts, Inquisitor. One of a snowy wyvern and one of a deity. And since you're the closest thing to a deity. Oh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 We we've come up with like a million different ways that Vivienne could turn into a supervillain, like like in a snap, and she never takes it. <laughs> and I, 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 it's just it's just disappointing that this never happens. <laughs> like I would love it for it to happen to have like this overly campy Disney witch in this like kind of fantasy <laughs> world. And everyone else is like the normal demeanor, but then she, like when you meet with her, she just has like all the magic around her. It's because she has and like that lightning and. Like she there has is a tower of crows. Huh? We do already have a tower of crows. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't she doesn't like let them fly around her while she shoots lightning or anything. <laughs> I think that she needs we, the next Dragon Age game needs a campier villain that acts that has Vivienne's personality, but is used for evil rather yes. than good. Yes. We don't have enough of those. No, and I I feel like that's what well, that's what's missing in video games for me nowadays. I don't have uh -huh. a hammy villain to fight against. No, and they could still be menacing and yeah. have like proper motivation and be fully fleshed out and be campy. Exactly. I just watched a clip of the okay. new Spider-Man movie. Okay, um, which is not out at the time of us recording which this. Just not at, out. It just has the well. Everyone knows the Green Goblin's in it. Yeah. And I've seen his face, and he throws a bomb, and he looks so funny. He has such a weird, <laughs> yeah, a weird like face. But you know yes. what? It's still menacing. I still, <laughs> I'm still scared. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> There's something wrong in those eyes. Anyway, Vivian takes us to an estate, some sort of Orlesian mm -hmm. estate. You can tell because it's not dingy like everything in Ferelden. It's not. It doesn't smell <laughs> like dog. Yes, it doesn't smell like dogs. Um, and in this estate, uh, we're we're in a bedroom, very intimate. But there is a man lying, what seemingly unconscious, on a bed. This should only take a moment, Inquisitor. Going to burn her fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Someone dead. I'm here, my darling. This is the potion. That you made with the heart. Whoever this is, it is it is her darling. Her, yes, <laughs> it, is, it is her her beautiful. I thought Brandon when you said it's like I need one more thing and it was gonna be like having sex with her or something. It's like I need you. <laughs> it's like a Morgan type thing. It's like lay with me, and <laughs> then a life will be born. And like <laughs> I would I would love if they did that once every game. Someone like some like demonic freaking like ritual. Yeah, that involves having sex with the protagonist. It's like, I, I can't keep doing this every Dragon Age game. It's like a tradition. I don't know why I'm imagining, like, her ritual would be like, you know, there would be a sex scene, but the heart is right next to them. <laughs> and then in the moment... Oh, my God. And then it pulses everything. <laughs> the moment of climax, it goes... And then, like, like it starts forming into a body. And oh, then, God. <laughs> and then, like, it's like a monster. It's like, ah! It's like, and then at the end, she's like, baby... And like, <laughs> what the fuck? Kind face. of ritual is this? <laughs> She's like, it's like I finally have the child I always wanted. And it's like this grotesque monster. It's like half human, half wyvern. <laughs> this would have been the craziest, <laughs> the craziest mission. It's like, how did we get to this? <laughs> and then every time you see her in Skyhold, she has this thing with her. And it's like, fuck your mama. It's like, it's like evil. <laughs> it helps us in the final battle, too. Yeah. So, 
but but so, that's not the case. <laughs> there's a guy in bed and he's very sick. <laughs> Out of my sick way. <laughs> That's it. So, the guy's sick. The guy's sick in bed. We're gonna learn that this is Bastien. Mm-hmm. You might remember him because we took Vivienne to the Orlesian ball with us, and when they introduced her, they said she was mistress of this guy. <laughs> um, and he is in bed, very sick, and so she has this potion that she made with the Wyvern Heart. She's gonna feed it to him. And then he like he's gonna wake up for a bit and then slump back down. Vivian, it's going to be alright, my love. Oh. My darling? Bastian? I'm Bastian. so sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Vivian, I'm sorry. There's nothing here now. Oh. So it looks like your heart of a snowy wyvern didn't work. <laughs> That was quick. Imagine we didn't have it, and we accidentally gave her the other one. And she'd be like, you did this by giving me the wrong withered heart. Now my husband, Bastien, is dead. And there you go. End scene. End scene. Uh, Did we fail? I don't know. No. No. I, I looked it up. I looked up what does happen in other circumstances um i mean of course you cannot help her you could just not do the mission Mm -hmm. um but if you get if you get the wyvern heart versus the snowy wyvern heart he will still not be revived by the potion that does not change but she will know she will she will be aware that you've done this and it will cause her to hate you oh god (laughs) <laughs> I mean, at least like it, it ends with her liking us because we did go out. We of did our, our way. best. We did our best. You know, we did the most we could. But now, you know what? Now she should use that. She was like, "Get me another heart," and we're gonna do that demonic, <laughs> freaking ritual to bring him back. <laughs> I will have my bad job. What does she call him, darling? I don't know. But, uh, but um, we, we we go back to Skyhold to her balcony. Yeah, yeah and we're to gonna t- catch up. I'm going to talk about, you know, this very, very um, sad, depressing scene. Bastien is dead. I can hardly believe. My first visit to the Imperial Palace. Our eyes met. Bastien spent the entire ball at my side. And any defects he might have had were made up for with rank and importance. (laughs) If I can help you, just say the word. No, my dear. I'll handle everything. That gave us a lot of Excuse me. I have so much to do. This scene is emotional, but also insulting. I'm not insulting, but just like, wow, I, Vivian. I, I, I love the, I, lo- I just love this one thing she says, because she says, she's talking about how amazing, like the first day we met, we met, we locked eyes and we spent the whole night together. And then she goes, and any defects that he had were made up for by rank and importance it's just so shallow i love it oh my god it bothers me i'm like did you love him for him or did you love him for his money it's the whole package manny it's the whole package the whole package it's like you know what you might be you know ugly but well any defects you had he's not ugly it's just like the one little deep you know you you're a little too into star trek perhaps i don't know you're a little too into um, claymation. You you use you use feety pajamas. No, like, no, feety pajamas are fun. like I would well, date someone who would who love feety pajamas. I can't think of like you. You snap at waiters. Maybe. maybe. Oh, oh no, no, snap! No, that's not a defect. That's rude. That's and a that, defect. And, that's exactly that, what a no, defect is. But that's not something that you, that no. That's an instant breakup. If you're rude, if you snap at waiters, no. Well, to Vivienne, maybe it can be made up for by rank and important. I think Vivienne, I don't think Vivienne snaps at waiters, but I don't think it's a deal breaker for her either. I think she's, she, she would be someone who would send like a dish back if it, if one I think she'd send it, but she'd be like, darling, she, she would know because she's all about the intricacies of politics. Like, She'll be like, I know this is the chef's fault, darling. <laughs> True. <laughs> she, like she wouldn't go full. And then she'd be like, bring me the chef. Bring me the chef's heart. <laughs> it's like, so, it's like, look at this steak. Do you see the pink? 
And she's like, <laughs> so if you're aware that this is not cooked to my liking, why did you serve it to me? <laughs> oh, but see, maybe her. Uh, no, that I don't want to go to a restaurant with Vivienne. <laughs> even if if my order is wrong, I still eat it because like, I, ah. well, you don't even say anything. I don't even say anything. They I come out go- like, "Is everything fine over here?" It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's <laughs> like because you know what? You know what? It's like so- burnt to a crisp. <laughs> it's like it, it could have like freaking glass in it and be like, "I love so smooth." This <laughs> this, this drink. Um, yes. So I just love. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's his rank and importance. Yes, I do. I do like that. It's so true to her character in this tender moment. She 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 cares about the. the, the you know, you could be. But she I, says it so sincerely. Like she she's does, talking about how much she loves him. <laughs> I've never seen someone love someone for rank and importance. All she's saying is that it helped make up for the defects of which there there were. But few. even so, like I don't know. I guess I'm just part of a different kind of. I'm, <gasps> I'm just trying to see it from her perspective, and it. it I just love it. I, it's, I, it's so I, true to her character, and she says it with to, such earnestness. It's true to her character. You know what? If that's what gets her off, you know, all power to her. It's just, it's just not for me. <laughs> but um, I also did look up um. What if you gave the the wrong heart? And mm. this is where she reveals that she knows that you've done this. And she will ask you, like, why did you do this? <laughs> the options. One of them is just because I hate you. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, because I hate you. And then it's like, because I don't trust you. And then there's one of them that's like, snowy wyverns are hard to find. Like, stuff like that. But I just love that one of them is just because I hate I you. you. I kind of want to play so a version that's, that's like that. It's like fucking dynasty. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, why did you give me the wrong heart? It's because I hate you. I love to see you, are you gonna- suffer. You should play a version of Dragon Age Inquisition where you're just Alexis. <laughs> and you name your character Alexis and you give the hair. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what's wrong with you? Why would you do such a thing? I hate you. I never wanted you to be here in my fortune. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's my favorite thing that she ever says. It's like, it's like, thank you for inviting me. It's like, I didn't invite you. I sent for you. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. It's like, what a bitch. That's why whenever someone comes to my house, it's like, oh, Manny, thanks for the invitation. I didn't invite you. I sent for you. Okay. And it's like, it's like, why? It's like, it's like, I just wanted to know, because even though I have never met you, I don't like you. <laughs> she does say that. I, I was thinking about this today, and it reminds me, uh, as soon as I own a place... Mm-hmm. I don't care what size or type of residence it is. I'm going to call it an estate. <laughs> and every time I invite people over, I'm going to say to come to my estate. <laughs> and I want to be able to look out the window. And be able to be like, who's here at my estate? <laughs> I, I, want, <laughs> I want you one day to throw me out of my own apartment. Out of your own apartment? Out of my own apartment. It's like, I just throw my shit on the ground. I was like, take this junk. I own this <laughs> This apartment. It's like I'm calling the landlord, Manny. I'm the landlord now. It's like, and I have the papers to prove it. (sighs) Oh. Anyway, (laughs) um, we're done with Vivian's mission. This is how it ends. She Mm -hmm. is fond of us now, uh, but she could hate us if only we gave her the wrong heart. But we did not, because we know what we're kind people. We are kind people, even though we failed. Mm -hmm. Did everything we could. You know what we tried, and you know what? Trying is everything, as the Shakira song says. That's That's not what she says. (laughs) It says to try everything. (laughs) Not that trying is everything. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (sighs) Um, But yeah, we're we're done here, and we just got to figure out what to do next. Do you want to do the Liliana thing, or do you want to go to an area? I want to do the Liliana thing. A letter written by Divine Justinian, posthumously delivered. Oh, yeah, it's that one. 
So we decide we're going to do the Leliana mission that we acquired quite a few episodes ago. It was like mm-hmm. right after the Fade visit. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I uh, guess like the whole Justinia thing. Where she's like, yeah. oh, she told me that uh, that she failed me. And yes. it like fucked with her head. So. <laughs> right. And and she has this, uh, she has something waiting for her from Justinia at the Chantry in Valence. You know what, Brandon? Uh, at the moment of my death, when I'm 160, I'm going to send a message to you, like a cryptic message to you saying, you know what you did. <laughs> You're not going to do what what Justinia did, where it's like, I have something for you in this place that is significant to our past. Uh-huh. And then put, and then like, completely, like, I don't know. Well, we'll like see. Like a wild goose chase. A wild, I should do a wild goose chase. But anyway, um... We make it to the Chantry with Liliana for this mission in Valence. And let me tell you, Valence has beautiful Chantries. Oh, like, it's not like your, your, your neighborhood Chantry. It's no, not your like, demonic you know, hellhole. It's not, your, it's not like, a, I'm trying to think of like... Candles in the ground. Like a name of, a, of an actual church naming scheme. It's not like the neighborhood um, Our Lady Andraste of <laughs> Penance. <laughs> no, um, this is beautiful. This is they like have a Saint like, Cat. This is like a Saint Patrick Cathedral of Chantries. I would not say that. Why? It looks pretty. It's pretty. It's not like like humongous. It's just it's it has humo- a skylight. It, it it it's beautiful. I think it's it's well. It, I, I think it's gorgeous because most chantries have candles on the ground, no natural lighting. Well, now because you know what this one has. This one has candles on a stick. It has fucking fireplaces instead of candles. Yes, it has like what are those called? Braziers. Torches. Is that what's called brazier? I guess so. Um, so it's like well lit. They have statues everywhere, and we're walking in with Liliana. Um, and she she's gonna give us an like, introduction. Some other Chantry sister is gonna pop in and join the party. It's it's a whole lot of fun. Oh, oh, that's nice. Ooh. After the blight ended, I came here to see Justinia. She was just Dorothea then, a revered I needed her <laughs> wisdom after the hero of Ferelden died. Liliana? Sister Natalie? What are you doing here? I thought you were in Val Hey, Still with us. Inquisitor, this is Natalie, a trusted friend. Wait, you brought the Inquisitor here? My She's Lord, worried about something. Forgive me for not recognizing you earlier. I've, You'll pay penance for that. I'd rather not <laughs> be recognized. I'm curious to see what brought us all here. This is Sister Natalie has joined Sis- the party. Not Sister- the, not the party as in like our yeah. companion. She's just here. Yeah, Sister Natalie Portman is here. Um, <laughs> Sister Natalie Portman. Yes. yes. She's in her black swan attire. Uh, but She's like, no. Natalie Portman, I thought you were in Hollywood. It's like, no, I was here praying for you, Sister Liliana. <laughs> um, yeah, here's Natalie. Um, and, and we're basically like, uh, when, when Natalie hugs Liliana as they greet, Xandrian does a face. He does like a, yes. mm. He does like a, mm, I don't know that. I don't know what's going on here. Like, I he don't know sense. why. I, guess, I don't know what his reasoning to be suspicious is, but he is. Like, either he senses something wrong or he's homophobic. I don't know. He's <laughs> Like, women hugging? Women Ooh. hugging? In the Chantry? In, of all places. <laughs> I speak for Andraste, and I think that's disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um... But yeah, here's Natalie. She's suspicious. And when she finds out where the Inquisitor, she's like, oh, I didn't I didn't realize you brought the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor, I would have made some spinach puffs if I knew my <laughs> company. <laughs> I would have put the Totitos in the oven. <laughs> Why is that the first, like... <laughs> I would have made spinach puffs. If I, if I knew we had company coming. 
<laughs> that's a great um because i feel like what she's doing here is like she's catching herself because she's like oh the inquisitor's here i'm sorry for not recognizing you but clearly she's just like upset that the inquisitor's here yeah <laughs> so i imagine you saying that like someone comes to your house that you don't want there it's like, and you're like oh oh i'm i'm so sorry let me I- i'm sorry i don't have spinach pops <laughs> you're like trying to- <laughs> You're like trying to catch yourself. He's like, I'm sorry that um uh oh I just ran out of juice. I I, I, I did not have time to get so much juice for you. Go get some. You lock the door. It's like go get some. It's like lock the doors. And it's like Mandy, are you here? And like all the all the blinds are closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um we have to search for clues because this chantry. Um, uh, it's like, not only is there a gift here waiting from Justinia, but there are also clues attached to them. But thankfully we can find them using just a little radar that occurs when we hit L3. <laughs> oh, there's clues. Above they all, that strength lives in an open place. I mean, do we really have to follow clues? Can we just, like, no follow the little radar? Echolocation. Get it. Open the hidden chamber. Looks like we using the power of echolocation. We find a hidden uh, chamber. Yes, we do. We do. And um, in this chamber, it's like it's it just kind of opens, and then there's a little itty bitty box (laughs) inside the chamber. But before we even get to interact with it, Liliana, like she turns around. And she looks at Natalie, and then she pins her against a statue and puts a knife to her throat, like a like a normal chantry meeting. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets very confusing, but it escalates very quickly. It's like Indiana Jones. Oh, oh. Sorry to keep you waiting. Stop! <laughs> What's happening? Liliana, stop! What are you doing? I'm protecting us. They never sing the benedictions here on Fridays, Natalie. Something so simple. And you got it so wrong. Is it Friday? I wanted to believe, but you were lying from the start. Keep that pretty mouth shut if you must, dear. You've already told me everything I need to know. The prick with the sun rising through the Grand Cleric Victoire's Bastion. She sent you, didn't she? What is happening? Uh the Inquisition has turned Thedas away from the true Chantry. It must oh, be stopped. Oh, fuck off, Natalie. Stop us? He must be joking. Kill me then. I am not afraid to die for my beliefs. This is a dark side of Leliana that we don't usually it, see. It is. It flipped on a dime. Like, right now, like, she's actually acting like a villain. Like, she has the hammy she- lines. She is. She was like, she's like, you think you could stop me? You must be joking. <laughs> like, like she looks like she's about to like cast a spell after like, like she's so evil sounding right now. And she's like, she's like, don't even open your pretty mouth. I already heard everything I need to know. Like this, like this whole scene just needs to end with like her giving her a kiss and be like, it's like, keep well. And just. <laughs> <laughs> and just leave her like shocked and mortified. <laughs> like like this poor woman. <laughs> just, um But Natalie is willing to die for her beliefs. She's like uh she's like, just kill me. Just kill me. I'm willing to die for the true chantry. Cause I guess she's saying that like the Inquisitor, the Inquisitor is like a false prophet. Prophet like, and you're or raising false him messiah. up. Yeah, not the real chantry. Mm-hmm. And we, as the false messiah, have divine judgment on all things. Mm-hmm, and so and so we get to say, we get to either encourage Liana to kill her or try to stop her. No. Let her go. Release her, Liliana. She's no threat. Run. Tell your mistress that she has a choice. The Inquisition is coming. Jesus, Liliana's so dark in this game. She's like so fucking... Like the world has just brought her so down. And of course, we say to let her go. It, it, not... it, it, we didn't last two seconds. Yeah, we're not savages, as we've said. We're not 
we're not we're not bad people. We like we, we don't want to do bad things and harm no. people. And all game we've been encouraging Liliana to be less intense. Yeah. And also like that the, the image of us saying, "Yes, kill her." Kill the Chantry girl who who doesn't even <laughs> believe in me. Who defies my <laughs> holiness. Like, like, look at that image. Wouldn't that, like, cause alarm to yeah, people? Yeah, well, what does that say? That That's probably just going to make even more... She's going to become a martyr. Yeah, she'd be like, look, the Inquisitor killed an innocent nun. Look how... Look what he's yeah. done. For, like, for merely defying his, like, claim to, mm. to Andras... Sheenism. That yeah, that would be very bad. It'd be very bad, and th- like it's all it's bad on multiple levels. Because then you have uh-huh. that. Then you have like people who are anti elf religion be like, look at that, someone oh, who believes in the elven and the god and a mage murdering this innocent mother. Like Zandrian has so many, uh, like poorly seen, like poorly, um, I, I guess, like I don't know, represented things about him for people mm-hmm. to pin bad things onto him yeah for him to then just be killing people for no reason in the chantry <laughs> yeah like he can't do that it's he like needs... any bad thing that he does is a bad thing that would reflect on like multiple demographics exactly. around the world yeah which is the problem with having poor diversity yeah i guess this is like a totally random unrelated topic but <laughs> <laughs> but it's true if if you have like little representation then then the people who do end up being in society's eye have to represent themselves and and everyone like, all these people that's such a burden yeah like and then like you do one wrong thing then they pin it against your entire kind yeah like it's bad enough that you have the eyes of the world on you for when you do something bad but to then have to have the reputations of like all the people who look like you it's a it's a it's a tough situation to be in. <laughs> so random, like <laughs> it's got very deep, really. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we don't we don't kill Natalie. Natalie yeah. runs off, um, and then Leliana finally turns back to the hidden chamber and opens her box, only to find that there is nothing inside. This can't be it. There's nothing here. There's a message carved in the lid. The left hand should lay down her burden. She, she's releasing me. Her commands, but my conscience that bore the consequences. Justinia carried the fear that she was using me, just like I'd been used in the past. But Marjolaine's games were trifles. Justinia gambled with the fate of nations. (laughs) She needed me. No one else could have done what I did. She knows that. Xander's just like, who the fuck is Marjolaine? If it were not for you, I would have killed Natalie and called it a good thing. Thank you for showing me what was right when I couldn't see it for myself. Jesus, Liliana. She's becoming better. I don't know why I'm imagining um, this as uh, similar to the Secret Box episode of SpongeBob. (laughs) SpongeBob. And it's like, if only Leliana pulled the secret string in the box, <laughs> then she would find the secret compartment of her picture at the Christmas party. <laughs> at the Andrastmas party. party. And she, I always want to see what that picture is. What is I know, that I'm sure it exists on the internet. I'm sure many versions of it of, exist of on the internet, photo. some of which Ex- probably are not appropriate. Not appropriate for a children's cartoon. That's disgusting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, there there is a message in there. And this all ends in Liliana having a bit of an awakening. She thanks us for stopping her from killing Natalie. Mm-hmm. And she has a lot to reflect on yes, in her relationship it, with I feel like she um, she's going through a lot right now mentally, you know, losing. Yeah. Grieving. Dorothy, grieving and then having that little message at the end. You know, she's in a whirlwind of, of emotions. Mm-hmm. And now it's this message where it's like, not only did she get the message of like, I failed you. But now it's like, your your burden is over. Like, it's like she's being released from her clutches, from her yeah. influence. It's a lot to handle, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, we are going to return to Skyhold and talk to her about it. I assume like, let's say the next day. <laughs> to yeah. see how, how she's been holding up. I feel like at the beginning we were kind of at odds with Liliana. Yeah, because she was very, um, like, 
She was really mean. <laughs> like really intense. Yeah. But we're we're helping her. We're helping her see the uh See the light again that she used to have. She wanted to travel the world. But Stevan, but Stevan's dead. <laughs> yeah. And now she tried. And then she became, she became like one of the highest people in the Chantry. Mm-hmm. Stevan right now would be like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Liliana? This is, this is why Liliana should be the next divine. Yes. How have you been feeling since Valence? Valence was something of a rebirth for me. If you hadn't been with me at Valence, I would have killed Natalie. I am more than this. I am more than what Justinia made me. I have to stay true to who I really am before a spymaster left hand or barred. I almost lost myself. Yay. Look at that. And there we go. Liliana has learned that she is more than than all of her um, titles she's been given. She's more than a left hand, a bard, a spy master. Mm-hmm. She she is Liliana, and that's that's wonderful. She she's basically like uh, this is her I am Moana s- scene. Yeah, when, <laughs> it was like I'm Liliana, and you know, everything was inside her all along. She has the power to do what she wants. <laughs> That's beautiful. Moana is a beautiful movie. Yes, yeah, so you know what? I watched a vi- uh, video about Moana, and um, just you know, the the message is beautiful. Just like yes. you know, that you know, society can put a lot of uh, you know pressure on you to do something, uh-huh. and and you know, you you don't have to live up to society. That's why I love that scene with the grandma where she's like, "I put too much burden on you." He's like, if you need to go back home, I'll you'll have my support. It's totally fine. <laughs> and it's like, you know, that's beautiful. Because like in in a movie done by someone else, you'd be like, no, this is your you're the chosen one. Like you must do you this. must do it, or else it's everyone's going to die. It's your destiny. Exactly, and that that's just like, how does that person feel? I feel like normally in movies, when it's like when you have that scene of being like, it's okay to go back. It's it's like a trick. Yeah, but <laughs> but in this one, like. Sh- it's not necessarily a trick for her. Like she just realizes in herself that she does have the um, the power, and it's inside of her. She has she found her yeah. confidence, and that's like Liliana. I'm trying Liliana. to tie it back. She, <laughs> tie it back. She, Liliana found her confidence. She um, she can finally leave the island. She could leave the island. She could go do what she has to do. <laughs> um, and I would like to say um, so this is the culmination of not only. Um, this one mission, but also every like interaction we've had with Liliana thus far. Yeah, because you know what it is. Now looking back at Liliana's story, um, from the beginning, she's always been answering to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like she answered to Marjolaine, and then yes. after she left Marjolaine, she would answer to Dorothea. But she never yeah. necessarily had. T- like she, she the I only. Felt, like, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say the only like kind of not like reprieve from that is her time with Stevan, and even then she believes she was there for like a higher calling by the maker mm-hmm. i feel like this is like a really co- like a come to self moment where she's like she has control of her own destiny yeah um, she doesn't have to answer to anybody she has her beliefs and she has herself that she she like she finally has that self-confidence yeah. not that she didn't have self-confidence but i felt like she was answering to other people she can be her own person and and yeah. also in a time where like she could potentially be the next divine. Yeah. And she, she can see herself making so much change and she has so much more um she has such different views than everyone else in the chantry. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she needs to come to terms with herself in order to be able to really enact the change she wants to see. Yeah. It's a beautiful um like arc that she yeah. went through. But part of the reason why I say there's a culmination of all of our interactions is because gameplay wise, this is literally a culmination of all our interactions. Because if you remember in Dragon Age Origins, Mm -hmm. there was a mechanic for um, hardening Alistair. Uh huh. Do you remember this? I do remember this, yes. And there was also one for, I think it was like Liliana is softened and then you can harden Liliana. Um, so in this game, it's like the opposite. So Liliana begins hardened and through specific like things, things and interactions, you can soften her. Ah. And so 
I wasn't like I wasn't looking and making sure we were doing any of these things. We just happened to. <laughs> we just happened to do all the right things. So like um I I looked it up and let, let me see if I can Yeah, okay, I still have it open. So like for example, for example, part, some of these things that you have to do in order to soften her. They're all things we did, but like mm-hmm. um do you remember when we talked to her and she was like this guy killed my agent. We must we must get rid of him. And we were like, "No, can't we like arrest him?" Do you remember this? I don't remember this at all actually. <laughs> it's an episode 8. Um but uh, that was one of the decisions where it, it led to this. There was another one where um, where she's, like, lamenting about how she pulled her agents back. And she mm-hmm. felt like if she had let them, like, continue fighting, then we could have stopped Carifius or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we say, like, our men are not disposable. That was also required for this. So, like, we did all the right... All we just happened fi- to say all the right things that softened her. Um, and if we didn't, and of course we had her spare Natalie. Yeah. And we also say, stop torturing yourself after she sees the box. Um, but if, if you, uh, if you don't do all of those things, then at the end of this mission, rather than like coming into herself, she will be like proud of her own ruthlessness, basically. Oh God. And be proud of like... being able to make the hard decisions to get what she wants done, essentially. And she's like, the Inquisition needs someone like that. And that's oh, how it ends. That doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> that we need someone to be a bitch, and I'm gonna be that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, so yeah, we we happened upon a storyline through our own actions that, that ended up being better. You know what? It's beautiful. I find our version beautiful. Yeah, me too. And I, I do like that there are these branching paths to, to mm-hmm. the storyline because then it, it, I feel like the narrative is all the sweeter to know that we like worked for it and that we, exactly. ha- we literally helped her through that. And we didn't even know we were doing it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It was a beautiful storyline. <laughs> yes. And, and it, it is such a contrast from Liliana at the start of the game because she has mm-hmm. been so intense throughout this entire game. Yeah. So there we go. I'm, I'm happy to see it. But speaking of not wanting people to die. We're going to go to the war room and figure out what to do next. Uh, And one of the things we happen upon in the war room is a letter from Sebastian. (laughs) All right, Uh, let's go to the war room. Annex and Kirkwall. The worst worst of the rage rebellion is now past. However, the mage who started it all, who destroyed the Chantry and Kirkwall and murdered Grand Cleric Althena and dozens of the innocent faithful is still at large. The fanatic Anders must be brought to justice. I thus resolved to invade Kirkwall. Is this by Sebastian? Oh! It is. (laughs) The prince means to retaliate against anyone who ever harbored Anders. Kirkwall's resistance is headed by guard Captain Aveline. With our help, she can break Sebastian's resolve. Yes! Let's fucking kill the motherfucker. Well, uh, let's do Colin. Yeah, let's kill him. Inquisitor. Let's That's kill. not what he said to do. Let's kill Sebastian. That'd be the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened in this series. Maybe we so, uh, I think a good next thing to do would be um, Before the Dawn. Before the Dawn. That's in um, the Emerald Graves. Do we have to unlock and that? Yeah, we have to unlock it and, and like travel around. Your area unlocked. I've never wanted a character to die <laughs> so much. It's than... so funny because we just spared someone and talked about like how we can't resort to this sort of thing. And no, we're like, kill Brandon, him. This is different. This is Sebastian. It's personal. It's personal. The, 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 there's no. There's no love there. There's no remorse. Like, I, I don't want him alive in, in this world. Oh, boy. You know, Morgan is now taking part in these war room meetings, despite not being on the Google calendar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like I had some witty joke and then it literally escaped me. 
god. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to the Emerald Graves. We <laughs> The next mission we want to do. It's called Before the Dawn. This is a Cullen mission, which involves, um, like, finding smuggler letters. Mm. Uh, to like figure out where red lyrium is being smuggled from, um, and uh, we should probably describe the the emerald graves before we actually head there. Oh yes, I would say this is my the most beautiful of the uh, areas of the areas. I would say that it looks like um like the tangled world. It is. It's very grassy. It's very foresty. It does look like the forest area of the Tangled World in Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. It is it is beautiful. It's very green and lush. Um, and this is like an area of Ferelden. I think it's part of the Dales, much like the Exalted Plains were. And um, yeah, we're, we're going to head on over and try to find these smuggler letters. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. I can do one. We've located this mysterious Fairbanks. He won't share his information with anyone but you. Watch your back, Inquisitor. Watch your back. Watch yours. Oh, look, it's a puppy. And I own puppy. I own the puppy. This place looks pretty nice. Yes, this is a very wonderful little... Very green. This is like where like the... The, the, na- the lady, the talk naked nice lady, lady that we met in the first game, will probably live. Who? The, like the green lady, the lady. Oh, the, the one who's like the heart of the forest, or yes. whatever. This is very pretty. I feel like we're entangled. This, <laughs> this is. It's like the tangled world of Kingdom Hearts Four, Kingdom Hearts Three. The Freeman. Oh, these are the Freeman people again. The war's over. <laughs> what a what a horrifying last thing to hear as you're dying. <laughs> do you want to do to poopy in your pants? Yes. We're supposed to find smuggler letters. Are those smugglers? Let's do our horse. It's been a while, Janine. That's that. Uh, we got him. There was <laughs> a lot of fighting and traveling. This was basically like forty-five minutes. Yeah, forty-five minutes of just randomness. We fought like a like a giant. And like other people, yeah, and, and it, it, it's mostly just us being like, "All right, hit that guy. All right, let's go here." Like it's it's not yeah. much in terms of podcast content, but just know it was a, a good chunk of our time. It was a good forty five minutes. <laughs> uh, but we got all the letters. Um, and before we take them back to Cullen, uh, we want to get some some other shit done. So yeah, we have some. Uh, some unfinished business, as they like to say in Casper. Uh, um, yes, exactly. <laughs> if if Xandrian were to die now, he would never be able to go because he has yet to capture Hogwarts. He's just ca- exactly, which is the next thing on our list. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you remember, in the Western approach, we described that there was like a like a big fortress that you could capture as one of the keeps. Yes, um, and we used to call it Hogwarts, and that's our and, next destination. And yeah, and you know we have to capture it so we could throw those filthy filthy wizards <laughs> out god all right so let's let's go back to um oh you know th- there's also hogwarts we need to capture hogwarts oh might as well you know what let's just get all our 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 dirty laundry we'll go to hogwarts we'll find the little wizards and say oh you think i'm gonna give you money for what for jk rowling to s- <laughs> to be a fucking turf. What is it? Maybe worthwhile. Want me to give you monies? Monies? You don't get no more my monies, JK. Oh, I'll give you money. <gasps> JK. <laughs> I'm still debating whether I, whether or not I want that Hogwarts video game. I mean, here's the thing. She's gonna get... There's no way to play it without her getting money. But... She's also going to be successful whether you buy it or not. <laughs> Is there a way that Warner Brothers can just take Harry Potter away from her? In fact, we are going to take your goddamn name off the book. 
It's already not on the book. Your name's not JK. You just don't like being proud of your gender. Oh, God. With her stupid tweets like, there wasn't, in the 1800s, there were no bathrooms in Hogwarts. So they just took Shall a shit knock? right in the hallway and Gladly. then poofed it away using magic. They didn't say that, did they, in the fucking Pottermore or whatever? And then she said that on her own. No, <laughs> Snape is the most macho of them all. Everyone's like, oh my god, he suffered so much. I'm like, fuck you, he was a dick to a kid. He's because... a fucking Nazi. He's a Nazi. <laughs> But his only reason to not be a Nazi is that he likes the ginger woman. <laughs> All right, we captured Hogwarts. And we got Hogwarts. There we, we got, go. We, it was we that it. easy. It's ours. <laughs> it's ours, and it's going to be inclusive to everyone. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. No more tokenism. No, ex exactly. No more tokenism. No more characters with stereotypical names. It's going to be inclusive to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but anyway, we, we talked about it enough. <laughs> yes. Um, so now we have Hogwarts, uh, and this is in the Western approach, so that's like another keep of ours where Inquisition people like come in and infest the place. But uh, with that being said, uh, uh, that also was a big chunk of, of, of our playtime. Yeah. By the way, it's worth saying before we like wrap this episode up, um, this entire episode spans three hours and 45 minutes of gameplay. This really, no, it, it just shows the kind of game Dragon Age Inquisition is. You could be playing for three fucking hours and really be doing nothing. Just, just, just really exploring. For the love of the exploration. For the, exactly. It's like there's no story beats that you're necessarily doing. Um, it's You're just, just you like know, finding letters. Yeah, find letters, find the love letters. Didn't wasn't there a mission in Dragon Age Two that had to do with love letters? I mean, there was a serial killer sending flowers. I think because I remember I kept singing the love letters song, and I forgot for what mission that was. <laughs> I don't remember, but I, I I remember vividly that I was singing about that song. <laughs> I, I I have a somewhat of a recollection, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I I, I I mean, look, look, there was a lot of exploration that led to Snow White, but we got a great Vivienne cutscene out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and this will lead to something, something like a nice Cullen scene, I guess. <laughs> yeah, very brief, but we, we take our information that we've gathered and we bring it to Cullen over at his office. All right, you ready to talk to Cullen? Yeah, let's talk to Cullen. King Cullen. After all this time, let's King see. Cullen, the experience. Now, I wish Alistair was made named Cullen, so he could be King Cullen. The experience. The smugglers we interrogated gave up the Red Templar's main source of red lyrium, Inquisitor. Hell yeah. It's located in the Dales, near a town called Sarnia. Destroying the mine there will cripple Samson's operations. Well done. Destroying the Red Templar's source of lyrium will be a loss Samson won't soon forget. Oh, God. We have another thing to oh, do? Oh, wait. Is there another step to this now? Oh, uh, before the dawn. Oh. We have to raid the mine. How do we even get there? I feel sun through the ashes in the sky. Thus ends a very exploration-filled episode yes. of Enchantment Inquisition. It's like as if we wandered aimlessly in these areas to do some stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. and But we also got a lot of character yeah. moments out I of would it. Say we got we to had, learn more about Vivienne and we Liliana. We did, and we got to learn more. Yeah, Vivienne and Liliana had lovely character arcs. Yeah. Um, we could have, you know, had... A very funny um, interaction with Vivienne if we decided to not give her the real snowy wiffered heart and say that oh. we hate her. But oh, I, don't th I don't think we hate her. You know what? I, I, think I that's funny. I think that's cruel. I wouldn't do that to Vivienne. I'd do that to Sarah. I wouldn't do that to Vivienne. I wouldn't do it to. You, you I would, would do be it to putting Sarah. Putting an innocent bystander at risk. I would do it to Sarah. Oh. Well, what would have been better if is if she asked us to have sex and then at, with every pulse the heart <laughs> gained new life. That. <laughs> <laughs> 
but um, <laughs> and then we gain you a know. new we gain a new person, and like his name is something just so grotesque, like I, like I, like like slime, like <laughs> my dear slime. <laughs> Thank you, mother. And it's like this grotesque monster. <laughs> she's like, come to mummy. And, and she like gives it a hug and is like, and it's like it's like it's like a human body mixed with the wyvern, but it's also covered in like mucus. What this <laughs> What this reminds me of is the little creature from Witcher 3. What is its name? <laughs> There's a little creature in Witcher 3 that like runs in what is its name? Oh, I'll we'll find fi- out. God, what's its name? Okay, I'll I'll find out. It's very funny looking. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's what we did today. Um, yeah. and it ends in a cliffhanger because um, Cullen is like, we still have more to do. Now we have to go to the Lyrium mine and and yes. stop to it. So that's what we're gonna do next episode. I think. <laughs> Not pretty sure. <laughs> um, I'm pretty yes. sure it is. And hopefully, it's not as um as aimless as we did with this one no i think it'll be fun we're gonna go yeah. to an area called um emprise du lion i believe lots of e-names mm. we have the exalted plains and we have du- emerald graves and emprise du lion interesting so, I, why is that anyway <laughs> um and that's it for today. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast. You can email us at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com. You can rate and review us at EnchantmentCast.com slash Apple or wherever it is you listen, if they have that sort of thing. You can go to Patreon, Patreon.com slash EnchantmentCast or EnchantmentCast.com slash Patreon, where for $1 a month you can find found footage of us playing the Dragon Age games, and for $5 a month you can listen to bonus episodes of other games in this format. And you can also go to Discord and traumacast.com slash Discord where you can talk to us and others about the show and other things. And you can also love yourself. Love yourself. You are, you are beautiful. Great just the way you are. Exactly. No need for a heart from a, from a, <laughs> from a beast to earn the love of me. I love you just <laughs> the way you are. <laughs> As always. I'm Mandy. <laughs> and I'm Brandon. And this has been Enchantment Inquisition. Yes, thank you for listening. And enjoy the rest of your stay on a three hour and 47 minute line for Test Track. <laughs> <laughs>